0: Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, did you fly your own private helicopter into this podcast today to prepare for it?
1: clearly? I mean, even if it even in preseason podcast mode, I still fly my helicopter in for every podcast. <laughs>
0: Glad you made it uh, on that's, time. That's, you're not, at least you're not a Steven Jones, right? You, you yeah, made it on time. That's,
1: that's, I only do. Yeah, exactly. I, I only, well, Steve was probably late because he was probably obsessively watching somebody pick at their eye to try to get a, a contact lens in because that was definitely my least favorite part of the uh, uh, entire episode.
0: That is the most relatable part of Hard Knocks by far for me. I mean obviously I I was never a football player. I don't know why I said obviously. Maybe you guys didn't know that, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah, putting context in after they get one poked out and when your hands are all sweating and you've got gloves on is is, is
1: really really difficult. Um Uh, It's relatable, but tough to watch. Let's just say that.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't know. what was tougher to watch that or Ben DiNucci throw three interceptions, but we'll get to him in just a little bit. So uh, we're going to do some of our biggest takeaways from the third episode of Hard Knocks. But before we do that, Landon, I want your overall thoughts of the season so far. Good, bad, boring. What do you think?
1: I mean, I, I have to – I think it's fascinating to me. Okay. But, but I honestly think that anybody who doesn't follow the Cowboys or isn't a Cowboys fan, it's got to be the most boring <laughs> uh, hard knocks of all time, right? I, like nothing – no, Yeah, yeah. Nothing I mean, controversial seemingly is happening or anything like that.
0: Do you think it's because teams have kind of gotten smarter about this like – they're saying no to more of like the good stuff, right? Like, we're, we're you, if you remember these hard knocks from, like, the late 2000s, yeah. right? Like, they would get some really interesting stuff, like, in the, you know, the meeting rooms about players and guys that were going to cut and all that kind of stuff. And it just seems like we've gotten none of that so far.
1: I mean, you know, ever since watching, you know, Dave Campo just make an absolute fool of himself uh, in that first, you know, Cowboys uh, uh, hard knocks, you know, it's just – It hasn't been the same. I mean, there's, you know, I I think about like the Daryl Revis negotiations Mm, and how ridiculous Tenenbaum looked like in in, in all of that.
0: Well, I'm thinking about what about when Joe Philbin had to cut Chad Johnson? Remember that? Yeah. He he brought him into his office and they had this long talk. I mean, that was really compelling. We haven't had anything like that at all so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's very, you know, it's very glossed. It's very, it's very homogenous. Yeah, not homoge. Uh, it's very, uh, you know, sterilized. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's very, every, everyone's, everyone's acting. You know, everyone's, everyone knows they're on camera and, and everyone knows they're on, on, on mic and, and they're responding as such. I, I think that there's just more of that. You know, there's just more awareness by these mm-hmm. players and, and more you know, comfort with, with being on camera, or seeing some, I, I you know, I, I don't know that they're comfortable with it in their meeting meeting rooms all the time, but um, you know, it, it seems obviously that from what we've heard from the, the players and the coaches themselves, there's actually a, a lot of times when they're literally not even aware that they're there. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that that's probably the time that they're getting the most honest. I think when they're on the sidelines, it's like, you know, I mean, even with the whole segment with Cooper, you saw Cooper look at the camera like two or three times. You yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, they know they're on camera. They, and they kind of, you know, clean it up a little bit, probably.
0: We're still going to break down this episode, man. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some of the, the bigger winners and losers. I, I want to talk about the biggest star of Hard Knock so far. I don't, I'm not even sure it's close. Um, and I'm curious to hear your opinion, but Trayvon Diggs' his son, man. I mean, he's got to be the winner, right?
1: Unbelievable. That kid was just, I mean, pure, pure personality. uh, (laughs) And uh, I I don't have a son, but I I definitely recognize that age for sure. Oh, yeah. It's very familiar to me right now. Um, So, uh, Well, the best part was when
0: Trevon asked him, you know, which jersey are you going to wear today? Yeah, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like number four, and he's like, "Who's that?" It's Patrick Mahomes. You know? said, no, who is it? Uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know, <laughs> oh, like it's pretty it's clear that's impressive. the
0: one he yeah. wanted to wear. But yeah, it's, the I kid mean, is know. fantastic, and then just Absolutely. shouting at his dad on the field, uh, yeah. telling him to his get get good. Oh, it's yeah. so
1: good. Yeah. I uh, just gave him like a thumbs up and he it, like it, that kid's never going to forget that moment. I mean, I'm sure he's going to have lots of this with his cat, dad playing in the NFL, but that's he's, he won't he'll, he won't forget that. Yeah, that's that to me. That was the best thing I've seen in Hard
0: Knock so far. It was just so funny. It was, that kid's a superstar. Uh, yeah. All right. A c- couple other takeaways or big winners. I mean, I think the thing that's going to be the lasting memory from this episode is other than Hardy putting his contacts up uh, is Uh that camera shot. Right. The three minute drone shot that they they took 15 times to do. I don't know if you heard this story, but uh, I didn't. Yeah. So they did it 15 times and they got it wrong. The first 14 and the last one was rushed because there was a boxing match in the facility later that day. So they did it one more time and they tried to fly through it to do it. And they eventually got it right on the very last time they, wow. they did it. So uh, just absolutely incredible camera work. I don't know how you pull that off. I, I don't know how you make it look that good and that clean, but just absolutely incredible.
1: It really was. It was, I mean, and it just kept going. Three I, minutes. I, I, I mean, if that, that really is one shot, that's so incredibly impressive. Uh, and even if it was edited together, it's good editing work. so No, it I was. Mean, that was, it was one clean shot. It, one that's full one three and a half that's, minute that's, shot that's unbelievable Uh, piloting, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. by, by the, by the guy who was operating the drone clearly. So, Uh, and yeah, just really great. Uh, You know, I haven't been to the star yet, despite having gone back to Dallas several different times, I definitely need to make a trip out there, but, you know, having seen so many pictures and videos inside the star, it was great to kind of get the perspective of where everything was actually laid out Mm -hmm. kind of a, you know, very three-dimensional way. So uh, yeah, incredible camera work. Uh, incredible to kind of like I said get a peek inside of what the, the facility is like and the flow between the locker room and the meeting rooms and then mm-hmm. uh, how the the outdoor field kind of is right next to you can just walk right onto the indoor field and that sort of thing so uh, I, I thought that all of that was really really well, cool it was like me, not little just t- as a camera
0: yeah, it's, it's like a little town though, right outside the yeah. facility, right. They've got all these yeah. buildings and hotels, and it's all kind of connected right into this, you know, one big practice facility. I mean, just it's absolutely incredible, and the shot was uh, unbelievable. So
1: it really uh, was, yeah.
0: We're going to talk about some more winners and losers in just a second. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Just make sure you're using that promo code locked on, um, winners, Jerry Jones, right? I don't know if Jerry Jones came off as like more likable or like a super villain in this, as he's just kind of flying away on his helicopter, uh, the, doesn't matter. He whenever you can have a private helicopter take you like two miles is pretty inc- incredible. So uh, any thoughts on Jerry Jones in this episode?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, I know where Jerry lives, and I know where the stadium is, and 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 to to be able to skip all that traffic is uh, pretty legit, I would say. <laughs> uh, whatever you feel like, you know, whatever, however you felt about Jerry Jones walking into this situation, you, your opinion didn't change him. Yeah. You know, it's 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 the same. You know, either you think that Jerry is the the lovable football loving fo- billionaire who's, you know, wears his heart on his sleeve and, and loves his players like they're, you know, cousins, or you believe that he's a, a super villain who's greedy and he's all only about himself and he's selfish and he's number one. I, I don't know that this episode is going to change your opinion on it on him either way, but I, I think it does kind of just show you it, you know, it just, it just reinforces that not only, uh, is the glitz important to Jerry? But 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 you know, being recognized is important yeah. to Jerry. You know, and, it's, yeah. and that's that's part of it. And look, I mean, for better or for worse, uh he's driven. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I mean, he's 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 driven to 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 make money and to win. I I don't care what anybody says. I I, I don't I don't honestly believe that he you know he doesn't want to win. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think I think a lot of people talk about like that that he's that it's about money and i sure think it's about money and that this episode kind of talked about that and, you know the endorsement deals that were very unique in the early 90s and uh you know and everything that he's done for for individual teams in, in the nfl and that sort of thing but uh, i think at the end of the day you also see a guy who's clearly very serious about football and very serious about you know trying to get a team that's winning and he's frustrated by this too
0: i agree um all right more winners uh meeting room snacks just a lot of snacks yeah. in this episode man it made me hungry so my question to you Lane, if you're in a meeting room what kind of snacks do you want available to you
1: man you know it's it's the key thing is to make sure you have a good mixture of, sw- of sweet, sweet and, and salty salt. yeah yeah you yeah. know that, that's the key is that so you, you want like i'm a, i'm a sucker for like uh like like peanut butter filled pretzels and like, yeah i agree i love stroke. pretzels yep yeah. Pretzels, well I am you know, I like I like hard pretzels. I don't like like soft pretzels so much. Like I don't, yeah, I don't know I why, like, but I mean, yeah, yes, the I texture agree. I like, but but there's something about like I don't know, I like need a crunch with. of the
0: in the salt with it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And I think you know, you, you need to get like like I, I I saw Zeke, you know, rolling up the sour. I think the yeah, sour Yeah, the taste, sour fruit you know? roll up. Yep. Not, yep. you got to get some cuz I mean, if you're in those meeting rooms for a long time, it's like you got to have some sugar to keep you up. But it's, at some point, you're also gonna want, you know, like I said, you're gonna want to come back to that salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely make sure you got like chips or maybe maybe something. If it's a meeting room, maybe you want something that's less loud when you're when you're chewing. So maybe maybe focus on yeah. something. uh a little pretzels less crunchy. and
0: peanut butter M and M's. Just I'm good with those yeah. too. I can I can roll with those. Uh, yeah, stacks are very very good. This one. Um, gee, all gee. right, all right. Uh, some other winners: Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb. Like their little. 32nd clip of them like kind of working on releases I thought was pretty cool. The fact that we actually got like a 3 minute Amari Cooper segment was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Uh anything else on those two?
1: I mean it was surprising, you know, cuz I mean I think going coming into this we talked about the fact that we didn't necessarily think that Amari Cooper was going to be I mean, I thought that they would do a segment on him just because he's kind of a unique person and maybe uh-huh. they'll do some more stuff on him, but I didn't think it was going to be like that necessarily. You know, yeah. it, it was it was interesting to kind of see that and uh, see his personality with, uh, with with Lamb and kind of mentoring him there. I thought that was really interesting. I also thought that, uh, uh, not to bounce around, but I, no, I it's good. thought thought the Spades tournament. I was just about to mention playing. that when
0: card games are back, man
1: man that was so great that was so awesome that guy i mean don't ask me to come down here no more was uh <laughs> is, is gonna be a, on a t-shirt someplace somewhere at some point because are was you just, a card playing really... person yeah man i, I love okay. playing cards if you if, if I can I, I you know i don't do it a lot i'm not like someone who has like a, a weekly bridge uh yeah, yeah. tournament yeah. but but i i mean i like spades i, I like poker i like uh if you play uh, any hearts you know, yeah I, I have played hearts okay. but i don't i, I mean right. i would have i'm one of those guys that probably needs to be taught each time yes, I play the yes. game one round okay. and then i get really good at it so okay uh
0: i yeah i thought that was a pretty cool scene i, I like that one. yeah quite a bit. i
1: really like that too
0: uh all right let's get to a couple more winners um I don't know if you can get this one to a winner, but Dak's story about uh, just how much he hates people in mascot <laughs> costumes, in costumes is very so relatable. Funny. I just will say that.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, he must really struggle at Halloween. Just it's kind of like describe because at one point he actually described, you know, like guys in like a uh, what sounded like a you know a, a, what it, a haunted house or whatever with a you know like one of those fake chainsaws. Yes. Like the, yes. He said, like, "What if they got real? What real chains? Has to be a perfect way." And he was describing in the conversation to his mom, that must have just terrified that poor woman. When you know, just like, "Oh, that was that's where I, that's that's how I get away with murder." And she's like, "What are you talking about?" Tech? Uh, I, th- I,
0: I thought that one was pretty good. All right, we're gonna get to some losers in just a second, but before we do that. Uh, Built Bar is the absolute best tasting protein bar out there. You guys know that. It's hard to even explain it. Uh, real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code lock 15 to get 15% off your next box at builtbar.com. All right, our guy Isaac. Um, I can't decide if he's a winner or a loser because uh, his family was – Incredible. I, I kind of liked hearing the story, but that first two-minute intro to open up the show of him just getting beat beaten over and over again—it's it, pretty rough, Landon. Um, yeah. How would you characterize his storyline so far?
1: I mean, first of all, Philbin was just unrelenting on him. Uh, I mean, I mean you know, look, he's, it got a, he's, though, hard, right? he's hard coaching him, and 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 that's the only way that this guy's going to get better at this level, right? Like. Uh, the the man from Monterey, uh, you know, he's just mm. he's 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 kind of here on a, on a on a program that you know clearly means that there is a uh, a sizable gap in 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 his play, level of play versus you know the guy the guy above well, him right. He talked about because, not college right. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's such a difficult you know learning curve. It's such a difficult uh, hill to climb, and I think you know. It, it, they could have they could have put a bunch of positive plays out there, um, and they could have, you know, right? <laughs> like
0: they did last week with Benigni. <laughs> yeah,
1: to a certain degree, right? Where they just they could have they could have easily edited some stuff together to make him look like he's you know incredibly competent, and doing well. Uh, but I mean, they showed the reality is that he's got mm-hmm. a long way to go. He's a big, strong kid who's tough, and he's and he's willing to learn. Uh, and I think that he you know because. He's going to be able to, to learn while doing this full time because of the situation. Uh, I think that he's going to get better, and I do believe in him continuing on the team. You know, with that special designation, but I also think it's 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 good that they gave us a realistic view of just how behind the eight ball this guy is for for not having played, uh, you know, a high level of, of high school football, even really. Uh, And then, and then certainly no college. I mean, well, that's
0: really the reason I think Hard Knocks, the show, was invented, right? To just show you how how long of a shot these some of these guys are, like Isaac, right? Like, it's incredibly hard to make a fifty three man roster, especially (laughs) if you have not played in college and you're very new to the game. I think that's actually when the show is at its best. So I'm I'm I am glad that they showed a lot of the negative plays and they showed him messing up in a couple of the drills and Joe Philbin just. Uh, you know, cussing him out. But yeah, it was, that part was good. Um, yeah. <laughs> ben DeNucci, <Lennon>. Um <laughs> Thoughts? I'm just going to leave it there.
1: Well, there was that scene up front where, where he threw the ball, and I think it was Hardy was actually next to him, and he goes, Yo, yeah, oh, man. Sometimes you just throw the ball. You just kind of know it's gonna be a good night, <laughs> knowing what's about to happen. Oh, it's just,
0: oh, it's so funny. It was oh. just
1: too much, man. It was just unbelievable. I mean, McCarthy just furious at both Garrett and and uh, I saw you could see.
0: see uh, now it makes total sense why Cooper Rush is going to be starting this week, right? Like, I think maybe. McCarthy gave up after that play. I, after the fumble from Garrett Gilbert, like I just think he realized his internal clock is never going to speed up. He's always going to have this issue, and it's time to move on. Like I think you could literally see him quit on Garrett Gilbert.
1: It's you know, it's that's the and that's the problem with the gamblers, you know, with those guys who are constantly trying to hold on to the ball. That a certain point, that that the risk versus reward just flips right. It's mm-hmm. like, like I mean, frankly. Ben Roethlisberger is a guy that's like that, where he's for years, the best thing he did. And and even, even when, if you think about like uh, Carson Wentz in his good year, his good year for, for the Eagles, like it's, these guys can take these hits, or they—they're the reason that that makes them valuable is because they can hold on to the ball. They can hold on to the ball, and 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 then that helps them make plays. But that's also how they get turnovers. This is also the, how they get hurt. That's also how they you know take huge hits. So I think there's a certain point where where McCarthy is just like, I, we can't have those turnovers, and he exposes us so much to that. Uh, That it's probably just better to have a guy who is just a competent bus driver, you know, simply because for the reasons we talked about, we have an offense that that can carry the weight with with a competent quarterback if, if one is just provided.
0: I just wanted to make it known that you were the one that brought up a Steeler player in this podcast, not me. Just, just wanted to make sure.
1: We're well, having... I just thought you could relate to that. Okay, oh, there you I'm go. Speaking, <laughs> speaking to my audience here. So,
0: oh man, all right. Uh, <laughs> any other kind of takeaways from this episode? And I was going to ask you, what do you think we're going to see over the next two episodes? Because I think obviously a lot of it's going to be cut down stuff. But yeah. do we think it gets more interesting
1: as we get closer to cut down day, or no? Yeah, I mean, I think there'll be some more. In- you know, I, the the stuff that's not interesting is is like you know the the superstar stuff because it's just like I said, it's just very, uh, uh very clean. You know, well, like Zeke very- stuff,
0: even like when they're showing Zeke on the sideline and talking and you know in the meetings, like it's it's fine, it's okay, but it's not.
1: I don't know. So We're not really just, learning he's anything. Just right? just acting goofy. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. Uh, So I guess what I'm getting at is that I do think that, uh, you know, that it will get more interesting because there's going to be hopefully more of a focus on some of these down roster guys and their cut down situation. I mean, just simply, you know, because look, you and I talk about this every single day and and people are listening to this. They listen to us talk about it every single day. And I just think it's fascinating to see, you know, like, I mean, for the best you, you mentioned the the Cooper and Lambs situation, Mm -hmm. right? Where they're talking about the release when that happened, that we we you know we were talking about it because they had like a couple of the the reporters were reporting that Cooper and Lamb were working on the side. I mean, I remember when that conversation happened, mm-hmm. right? And so to see it now, actually getting to hear what they were right. saying and what they are right. talking about, that's that's really intriguing to me, just because there's a personal tie there. I, I feel the same way with a lot of what's going to happen with the last few, few episodes of Cutdown, because you know we we're going to be talking about these guys and then suddenly they're going to get cut down. We'll get to watch some of that. And it's kind of heart wrenching. And, you know, part of you starts to regret some of the cuts that you personally are making on YouTube So yeah, I do think that the last few episodes are going to be more human interest stuff with some of these down roster guys, uh, that that'll be more real. And I think that that, that stuff is, is fascinating.
0: Do you think we get, any more Dak Prescott, like injury related news in the next couple episodes, or do you think because we've gotten so close to the season, like the Cowboys are just going to say no to all that, because it's a little bit of game gamesmanship with the Buccaneers.
1: I, I mean, I don't know what else there is to necessarily report. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that if everything, unless there's a setback, then there's that to like that, you know, to, to view, I guess, or not view or to we'll see. Yeah. Right. But, but I think, you know, at this point, the idea is mostly that, you know, they're just going to kind of ramp up day to day. And when they get closer, you know, th- I guess the question is, will we see the beginning of that, the real true beginning of that ramp up in Dak actually practicing by the time that, you know, we reach the end of the of these episodes? I'm guessing uh, I think we will. That, I th- I think be, probably will, too, just because yeah. they're getting closer and closer.
0: Uh, last thing that I wanted to mention before we head out, I like watching. DeMarcus Lawrence kind of coach up some of these younger guys, right? That. Like it's so clear that he's the leader of the defense now that Sean Lee is gone. And I think he kind of was anyways, but he's really the only guy that's been there for what, more than a few years, right? Like who else has, has the, the amount of years with this team is DeMarcus Lawrence. Not many guys, right?
1: no i mean i mean the only guy that's even kind of close to his age is brandy gregory and you know he's been on and off the team so much he certainly doesn't have the skins that the d law has and and frankly most players on the team don't have the skins that d law do even on the offense so right. um i i think yeah it's a natural fit for him um and he's a great player leader c- counterbalance to the coaching right where they're very kind of Clean and, and you know clear with their messaging and D and Law mm-hmm. is just about play play style and play attitude and how to you know so who cares if the tight ends there? Yep. Run 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 the right F through them, you know? Like yep. that's the, yep. that's the kind of stuff you need from the leaders on your on on your team to, to give confidence to the younger guys so they can play better okay. and play faster. I
0: agree. I got one more thing to, to ask you before we head out. This is just okay. a overreaction. I'm probably reading too much into it, but I want I want your thoughts. At the end of that game, when the Cowboys are in the locker room with Mike McCarthy, did you did you notice who broke down the team before they left? I did, and I'm nervous about it too. Darian, Darian Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, yes. yeah,
1: I, I did. It's uh, it's interesting.
0: I think he's going to be one of the safeties on this team, Landon. Somebody somebody likes him quite a bit, and I don't know who and I don't know why. Just well, pointing I, that again, in.
1: the thing that was a little bit scary about it was that it was it was McCarthy called him up. The, the, to, 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 to break it. <laughs> uh, so. All right, time
0: to go adjust our 53 man roster based on a five second clip. Of hard knocks. That's the way you're supposed to. I don't. I'm not going to do it.
1: I'm not going to do it. And I don't want to do it. no okay. <laughs> uh, that is it
0: for today's show. Layden is going to be upset until our next podcast when we have okay. to talk about this again. But uh, make sure you guys are continuing to download, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Uh, continue to support us on YouTube. You can follow Layden on Twitter at mccoolbcb. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you next time.